Okay, I want to dedicate this today's learning to the protection of the Chayalim, including Alon, of course. So with your permission, I'm going to say that Tfilah L'Shlom Tzahal. Mishabarech HaVoseinu Avramitzchaf Yaakov, Hu Yibarech Eschayel Etzva Hagana L'Yisrael HaOmdim HaMishmar Tzainu V'Arei Eloheinu Mikvul Halvanon Ba'ad Midbar Mitzrayim Mumin Hayam HaGadol Ad Levo HaArava Bayabasha Ba'avir Vayam Amen. <laughs> Specifically, I want to dedicate this to the protection of um, Alon Rebach and my friend Noah's son, Micha Bear Ben Susan and Alon Ben Rachel. Loni, I don't know if you got you guys, some of you know him, some of you don't know him. Um, this is a person who his entire personality is chesed. He never stops giving for other people. And we're going to be talking a lot about how there's a hashkacha pratit that comes in Eretz Yisrael that's supposed to protect you. And I just... I'm devoting this whole share to this idea that Loni should be safe and protected in his own merit of the merits that he has accumulated throughout a life of giving to others. So, um, Parshas Lech Lecha, um, there is a, a little portion in there that's a, very much about Eretz Yisrael. So, um, Perek Tesvav Pasuk Zayin, Hashem says to, to Avraham, I am the God who took you out of Or Kastim to give you the land, this land, as your inheritance. And Avraham replies, he says, Adonai Elohim, By what do I know? that I will inherit this land. It's a very opaque line. Even before that, the Nitziv says, on, on when Hashem says, elav, ani Hashem asher sicha, I am Hashem who took you out. So the Nitziv says, ani hu sicha me or kastim. I'm the one who took you out of Or Kastim. I awakened your heart to leave there. And this, of course, is a reference to the Lech Lecha, right? But the Nitziv actually is, is answering a question that I've had for a very, very long time that nobody ever asks, which is, you know, the beginning of Parsha's Lech Lecha, it says, Leave your land, your homeland, your father's home, El to the land that I will show you. But if you go three psukim earlier, in the earlier Parsha, the end of Parsha's Noah, it says something very interesting. It says, And Terach took his whole family, including Avraham, and they left Or Kastim, to go to Knaan. It's kind of weird, right? Because we're also used to like the beginning of Lech Lecha being this big deal that Hashem tells Avram, leave your homeland, leave Orkastim, leave your father's home and go to Canaan. But if you look three psukim earlier, the family had already left Orkastim. Terach, Avram's father, had already taken the whole family out of the homeland and started going to Canaan. It's kind of weird, right? Like, 
Hashem comes to Avram when he's already halfway there. They they get sort of, I don't know exactly how far they get. They get to Haran. I don't know how far that, that is, but they get to Haran and then Terach dies. So they're already halfway. Maybe it's not halfway. I really don't know. But they're already left. They're already on the way. So what is this big pronouncement of Lech Lecha? So on Vayikach Terach, the Nitziv says, so this is in the, la- the end of Noah, even though Hashem had not yet come to Abraham Avinu and told him, Something in Abraham was awakened. He already had this sense that there was this place, that there was a place that he was meant to be. It says, but it says, you know, Terach took everybody. It says Terach is the one who took his family, who took Abraham and the women, and they left. So he says, Even though the, the real desire to leave or Kastim and go to Canaan was Avram's, because Avram was so involved in these elevated religious sentiments and ideas, he wasn't going to be in charge of moving an entire household. He, he handed over that responsibility to his father. And he organized this whole trip and everything. Then Hashem comes and says, and then it interprets meaning, Keep it private to yourself, the whole purpose of this. You see, even though you're surrounded by people. So I, I just thought, so I've never seen anybody address this problem in the narrative before where they are, or had already left. So the Nitzv says, when Hashem says, Vayomer elav, ani Hashem, I am Hashem, Asher or Kastim, who took you out of Or Kastim. Then Nitzv says, ani Hashem, ani hu shehotseisichami or Kastim, sheheirosi es levavcha latseis misham. I awakened your heart to leave from there, kedei lahagia lahaaretz hazot, to get to this land. So then it says, to give you this land, Hashem is saying, I took you out of Or Kastim to give you this land, lirishta, to inherit her. So on Lerisha, the Nitziv says, halashon es He should have said, I'm going to give you this land as an inheritance. Why does he say, I'm going to give you this land to inherit her? Why as a verb and not as a noun? It should have been, nasati es er Yerusha. Could have said also Morasha. Why a verb? Why not a noun? You must do, and I have given it to you that you must do an action to make it your inheritance. That you will do an action to make it to thus that it will become for you a Yerusha. 
that it cannot be for someone else. If he would have just said, this is your inheritance, it's it's an inert object. It's a piece of land that is a thing. And it could it could belong to anybody. But it, when it is yours to inherit, when it's a verb, it means it becomes your inheritance when you make it thus. I haven't given you an object. I've given you an assignment to make this land your inheritance, to inherit it. It's on the gavra, not on the hefta, as the briskers would say. It's on the person to make it thus. It's not on the land itself. No one else could do this because it hangs on an action that you will do. And I just feel this like in my bones right now, like this is so what's happening in Israel right now. Like it's yours. If you, you have to make it yours, you have to protect it. Kimo Yerusha. Because Hashem used that language, I'm going to give it to you to inherit it. That then raised the question in the next Pasuk by Avram, who says, And Avram said to him, How can I know? how to inherit this. What does it mean that this is my inheritance? He's asking, what is this relationship between me and this land? What does that relationship look like? What does it hang on? So the Nitziv says, on Bamei Da Ki he says, What makes it sigula, special, anointed, mine, apart from other lands? That you would give it the name Yerusha, inheritance, only for my inherit my 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 descendants. Mishum shehem gamkin misugalim biyichud beotos kula mikol umos haolam. Because we know they are also am segula. Hashem uses the same concept, the same idea to unite the people who are segula with the land which is their yerusha. And Hashem's answer is vayomer elav. Hashem says kali egla mishulashes veez mishulashes veayil mishulash. He tells him to take these animals and to make this korban, right? The and and that turns into the bris ben absarim. And the so what the Nitziv says is Hashem's answer is the derech klal in general. What Hashem's trying to say is Hashiva Kadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem answers ki skulas Eretz Yisrael hi korbanos. The segula of Eretz Yisrael is korbanos. Is we know the sacrifices, which of course in our day and age is tefillah, is the power of prayer. He showed him in an image the base hamikdash and the korbanos. In this way, she is special. And only to Israel who live there. It's just like when Moshe asked the same thing of Hashem when they were coming to Israel. What Hashem was saying to Abraham is that 
the thing that makes Eretz Yisrael special is the korbanos, not just the action of doing the korbanos, but what they signify. And what they signify is that we have this special relationship with Hashem when it comes to parnasa, this special ability to create a new kind of relationship with nature where you daven, you bring the korbanos, and in that relationship, you get a hashgacha pratis from Hashem, a very personal private protection from Hashem. It can be an inheritance only to his descendants. It's not staka, it's about the korbanos. And he goes into Herchev Davar. There's a long Herchev Davar here that I want to get into because it really expl- explores even deeper what this unique connection between Yisrael, the people, Eretz Yisrael, the land, and Hashem is. So the in the Herchev Davar, the Nitzv says, bebrachos sham, shem ari bishum um, the Rashbi, miyom shibara kadosh baruch is haolam, this is the first time someone refers to Hashem with the, the with the shame Havaya of Adonai. I hope it's okay that I'm saying it because it's in the context of the learning and it's very crucial to this word is very important to the Nitziv. Adon, my Lord. It's the first time someone it's it's just so interesting also like to think about that like it's such an amazing thing to point out like these are characters in our in our story like that Hashem has relationships with each of the characters that comes up in the Torah and none of them before this moment had thought to call him my lord like it's such an amazing thing to notice so what is what is the remake of that he says when daniel was was davening and asking for yeshua he was answered only thanks to avram and that's the from from daniel and what dari says on that is it should have said Hashem, but because it says Hashem, they interpret it as Avraham Adon in the name of Abraham who called you Adon, who called you Lord. So it's very interesting. One parsha earlier. It says, the Torah tells us that Avram did not have any children. And he says to Hashem, Bayomar Avram, So he's saying, why in that parsha, why is the Daniel proof text not from there? It's one, it's two psukim earlier, and, and uh, Avram also there uses the language. Why this one, Dafka? So then it says there's this inyan that whenever you use, it says that language, 
It's about shaking up or reorganizing nature. It's about a natural shakeup. It's something me'alateva, not natural, but just a shaking up of the natural, loosening of the laws of nature, some kind of miraculous thing. Sometimes Hashem takes a creative license when it comes to nature, because it's his, and he's allowed to, because he is the master, the Adon of everything. He gave the natural world to his servants, but sometimes, because he's still in charge of everything, he changes things. That's why when it came to stone, Abraham invokes this language of Adonai, the master who can who can change the laws of nature. Same thing with Abimelech. There was a phenomenal act that was above the laws of nature, and everybody could recognize Hashem in it. The problem is, the Nitziv says, it also says, In the context of the Shalosh Regalim, it also uses the language of Adon. But we know that that has nothing to do with the Nes. It's the opposite. What could be more natural then the three times a year that you go with the Shalosh Regalim to bring to Hashem, to thank Him literally for nature, literally for the harvest and for the fact that the natural order once again brought us fruit. There also it uses this language of Adon. And what the Nitzif says is there, we're not talking about changing the rules of nature. Ella... He's saying what we're talking about here is when they come before their Lord and Master who has a private hashkacha pratit over his servants who are important to him. This is not a subversion of nature for the Nitziv. This is nature for the Nitziv. It is the master having a private audience with his servants who are important to him, who are faithful to him. Until he privately and personally watches over to make sure that their parnasa arrives for them in a timely manner. When Abraham Avinu invoked the name of the Adon, of the Lord, in this context of Bame'eda ki irashena, 
How do I know that this is my Yerusha? What does it mean that I should be and my descendants are going to inherit this land? He's not talking about a subversion of the laws of nature. He's literally asking to know the nature of this land, the nature of its creation. Hashem, she'ata adon sheli mashkiach prati alai, ve'ani no se elecha eni. What he meant by that is, ata adon sheli, you are my master, my lord, mashkiach alai prati. You are looking out for me privately, every person, ve'ani no se elecha eni, and I am going to raise my eyes to you. That is why, in the context of Daniel, they didn't use, when Abraham was saying to Hashem, I don't have any children, and he also uses the Adon there, he's saying that's why they didn't use that proof text, because there he really was asking for a miracle, because he was old and Sarai was old. There he really was asking for them to, he was using Adon in the way that Hazal tell us to to change the laws of nature just a little bit for him, which Hashem then does. Because in that passage, he was asking him to change the laws of nature to give him children. Which he isn't doing here. He only meant here, Adon, Master, in the sense of I am your servant, and say love I in that I raise my eyes to you, al halichos olam bateva shalom. I look to you to understand the laws of nature as you mean them. And this is the nitziv we talked about this so much in Baminbar and Devarim. For the nitziv, the laws of nature are different in Eretz Yisrael. That that's the thing here. The laws of nature themselves create a natural connection where. Karbanos and Tfila in Eretz Yisrael between Am Yisrael and the land and Hashem creates this. It's natural, but it's magical. There's a different kind of net natural relationship, but it's not me'ala teva. It's embedded in the natural way of things. And he gives a further explanation. It's like a mortal king. Sheha'adon al he puts somebody in charge of his things, of his stuff. He doesn't handle every single thing. If someone comes to him who needs something, the one who, if when people need something from this Lord, they don't talk to the Lord. They talk to the person he put in charge of his stuff. The koach adon, the person who has power of attorney, let's say. They know Magiela Adon call. They never get to the Lord himself. But sometimes things get to the Lord himself. Which things? If one of his servants, 
his faithful servant who is always doing what he needs and always there for him needs something special. It is in the kavod of the Adon, it is in the kavod of the Lord to himself show up for his faithful servant and deliver personally for him. That is the same thing with the Lord Hashem. Usually, Hashem is called Adon when it comes to a miracle, when it comes to subverting the laws of nature. Because everyone can see his lordship over the laws of nature when he subverts them because they belong to him. Sometimes he wants to change them. He makes a miracle. It's very clear that it's Hashem. But when it came to Abraham, a faithful servant, it only increased Hashem's glory to himself show up and not subvert the laws of nature, but himself facilitate them in a personal, private way. Beshem Adonai, in the name of his mastery's lordship, to reward Avraham for not recognizing any powers outside of Hashem. That's why he uses that language here. He uses the shame Adon of, of, of master. Same thing with Daniel. He didn't want a nace. He wanted it to be alpi halichos derech hateva bashkacha pratis letova and hashkacha pratis kamoshaya bime Ezra. And I think this is very, very relevant to what our soldiers are going through right now and what everybody in Eretz Yisrael is going through right now. We don't actually need a miracle. We need to see Hashem show up and in Alon's case, simply to give him what he deserves for his faithfulness and the beautifulness of his soul and and the way in which he has lived his life. And so, you know, we learn in the next Parsha that you're allowed to demand things from Hashem. And I'm I'm demanding that Alon be safe and protected with all of the other soldiers in the name of all of the chesed that he has spent his life doing. Um, and I think we can count on that. I think we have a lot to, <laughs> a lot we can count on here, but we have to, of course, keep davening. And of course, the tefillah synergy realm, I mean, the most. And um, Hashem should protect all of the soldiers and give us a Yeshua Bekarov. Um, we need it so much. And um, I know that we're all very united in this moment for this. Um, um, thank you all for coming. And we should have Yeshua Bekarov. <laughs>